live in a world of constant self-promotion. We want to be seen. We want to be recognized. We want to be desired. We want to be loved. We want fame, fortune, and a platform. We want people to notice us. Why? Well, when it comes to promotion, we all want it on some level. We want more followers on social media so we can be an influencer, quote-unquote. We want to make more money. We want to have more responsibility so people will respect us more. We want a job title that will impress our friends at our upcoming high school reunion. We want more promotion. And as a result, many of us will do whatever it takes to get there. Now, I'll be the first to admit I want to make more money. It's not that I don't get paid well. I certainly do. It's not that I'm ungrateful. I certainly am. But I still want to make more money. I have a wife and four kids. I have financial goals of saving up for retirement, paying off my house, having cash saved up to pay for emergencies, one day paying for three weddings since I have three girls, and providing for my wife for the decades to come. More than that, I want to tithe more. I want to give more to missions overseas. I want to bless the people around me who are in need. And all of these things are good, and all of them become easier with money. But money, of course, isn't everything. I've learned in my life that God cares a lot more about my motivations than my actions in this regard. Even when it comes to something like sinning, God doesn't want me to sin anymore, but he wants me to change my thinking motivation so I don't keep on sinning. And that's the literal idea of repentance. So when it comes to promotion, there's a lesson that I heard that has helped me a ton. When I promote myself, it's up to me to keep me there. But when God promotes me, it's his job to keep me there. When I left ministry, I had been making $40,000 a year. I lived in an expensive area with a wife and four kids. I had nearly $100,000 in debt. Most of it was student loans, and I didn't have another job lined up. I got a job making more money, and that was good. But right off the bat, there was a fire that got lit under me to make more. Now, that may sound odd, but again, it comes back to motive. I had ignored the weight that our debt had put on our wife and our marriage. It was a major contributing factor to the near collapse of our marriage. So God called me to make more money. And it wasn't so that I could buy a new car or get better clothes, but it was to be a better steward of my marriage, my wife, and her heart. It was to get out of debt. So when I started this new job, I fully believed I was unworthy of the position, so I didn't even negotiate a salary. It was more than the 40 I had been making, but I needed to make more. As God renewed my vigor, I went to my boss about three months in and said, I know I just started and we're figuring things out, but I need to make more money. This isn't your problem, this is mine. But if there's a way, a pathway, that I can make more money here, I'd love to walk it. My boss looked at me for a second and said, I'll give you a 10K raise if in the next month you can do the following things. Now, honestly, I was shocked. I was even more shocked that the list, the th- or the things he listed, rather, were very doable. I left the office encouraged and hopeful. I started down the path of these things and tried to figure out how to pull each one off. One of them was a simple reporting process that I knocked out pretty quickly. The other two had other people as dependencies, so they were a bit tougher. I was giving updates on the progress a few times a week and he was pleased. As we got to the last week of the month, it was looking bleak that I could actually pull one of these items off. It had three dependencies, and they were all pretty unlikely to jump on board with this change of plan. I was asking him for advice on how to make this change because I genuinely wanted to do it, not because I wanted to get the raise, but because I knew it was the right thing to do. He looked at me and said, 
I'm not sure we're going to be able to pull this off, but I don't want you to worry about this because I've already decided I'm going to give you the raise. We'll just table this for now since we have other more important items coming up. I was thrilled and relieved, but still in the back of my head I was unsatisfied. Not because I wanted to make even more money, which of course I did, but because I wanted to make that initiative happen because it was the right thing for the company and it was important to my boss. I learned a lot from that interaction. I realized that I shouldn't strive for promotion, but I should do everything in my power to make sure that I'm promotable. My boss was certainly looking for results, but he was also looking for passion, energy, effort, communication, hustle, and execution. So even though I didn't get all three items on the list done in a month, I got two completed and exhausted all options on completing the third, and he appreciated it enough to where I still got the raise. While I couldn't get all three items he wanted done in a month, I did eventually get the third item over the goal line in the next few months. Would it surprise you to know that when I did, I got another big raise? Well, that would surprise me too because that didn't happen. I got the third thing done, my boss was appreciative, the company got better, and we moved on to the next thing. Why did I do it if I'd already gotten the raise? Because it was meaningful to the company, my boss, my team, and I had been asked to do it. And that's what it looks like to be promotable, to do the right thing, even when there's not a giant financial incentive attached to it. So beyond that, what are some other traits of pr promotability or what does it look like to be promotable? Well, first off, you have to care about the people around you that you're working with. If you're just showing up to the job and have no idea why people are doing what they're doing or you're just watching the clock, then you don't really care. You just want a paycheck. No one wants to work with someone like that, let alone give them a promotion. Caring goes beyond work, though. It goes to people. Part of being promotable is to know the heart and mind of your team and your boss and know the best way to serve them. Meet with the folks you work with. Learn their stories. Learn what makes them tick, what they get excited about, and how to help them get there. Regardless of your role, it's always the right thing to invest in others and to help them get where they'd like to go. To be promotable means to be trustworthy. In the example I gave earlier, I didn't achieve the goal my boss gave me to complete three specific initiatives in a month. I achieved two in a month and was diligently working on the third but didn't get it done. But because of my communication, my effort, and results in the other two areas, he knew I was motivated and that I was trying really hard on the third thing, and because I was giving regular updates and seeking advice, I was building trust. As a result, he reciprocated that trust by giving me the raise, even though I didn't come through fully on the goal. And that was an early moment in our relationship, but a crucial one. He learned a lot about me, and I learned a lot about him. To be promotable also means you do your job well. You can't give half effort on a daily basis and expect to get a promotion. You can't do a version of your job and think that's going to cut it. Find out from your boss the job description, and before you vary from it at all, execute the crap out of it. Be so good at your job that people you don't even work with notice. Be a standard setter for your organization and your department. There's no quicker way to promotion than simply this. In my most recent job, we had a huge initiative that I was working on. We typically work with teams of 8 to 12 that I work with as a project manager. We decided to do an initiative that would revolve around my department, but would include about 200 people across the company, and we had four weeks to pull it off. And then they said, Matt, you're the PM on this. 
Now, I was shocked to say the least, but I dove in head first. It was simultaneously a long month and a quick month, but I learned a ton and the initiative went off without a hitch. After the fact, one of the key leaders in the company that I barely knew stood in front of our 1,300-person team and said, Matt Robinson did such a phenomenal job project managing this initiative. He was like the CEO of the whole thing. Great job. The crowd erupted, and I was completely floored. I knew it had gone well, but I didn't expect that. But when you execute with excellence, a positive attitude, good teamwork, and you're trustworthy, people will follow. So when it comes to getting a promotion, it's not about schmoozing someone or trying to get an offer somewhere else to leverage or start a social media empire, but it's about making the most of the opportunities God puts in front of you. In Matthew 25, Jesus teaches the parable of the talents. This is the story where a rich man goes off on a journey and leaves money with his servants. To one servant, he gives five talents, or coins, another two, and to the last servant, one. The Bible says that each number of talents was assigned, quote, based on their capability, end quote. When he returned, the servant he'd given five coins to turned them into ten coins, and the servant he gave two coins turned it into four. And when the ruler heard these reports, he said, well done, good and faithful servants. Then the story takes an unexpected turn, because the servant whom he'd given one talent buried it in the backyard because he was afraid he'd lose it. When the ruler heard this, he called the one-talent guy wicked and lazy, and he took the talent away from him and gave it to the guy with ten talents, making them now eleven. So in this story, a talent is a coin, but in our lives, talent is literally our talents, gifts, abilities, and the talent is whatever God has given you. So there are several takeaways from this, but here are two critical ones pertaining to this conversation. Jesus knows exactly how much talent you already have. At the beginning of this story, the king gives the talents out, each according to their own ability. What this tells us is that some people have more talent, gifts, abilities, time, money, whatever, than other people. It's disproportionately given out. However, regardless of how much you have been given, we're meant to grow it. Take five-talent guy, for instance. I'm pretty sure that at one point, he was one-talent guy but he'd taken the talent he was given and doubled it and then doubled it again, and now he's modeling the way for the rest of us, those who are less developed. It's the desire of God for us to acknowledge the gifts, abilities, treasure, and so on that he's given us and to do something with them. But that doesn't mean talking about how great your talents are or how gifted you are on social media. Rather, it means put your nose to the grindstone and don't work hard to impress others, but to impress the ruler who has given you those talents. One thing I've learned in my life is that when I'm focused on doing my job well, supporting my teammates, praying for wisdom, and serving those around me, I have great peace. When I'm actively seeking promotion or trying to impress others, I have no peace. I have anxiety, fear, doubt, and angst. When I'm focused on maximizing the gifts and abilities God has given me, that's when I'm most centered in my life. My life is in God's hands. He gets to decide what to do with me. He's a good God that I can trust. I know his heart. I've seen his character. I know his affection for me. And I know no matter how hard I work, he's always got my best interest in mind. Well, what about you? When you think about this conversation, you think about promotion. Where are you in your own life? 
Are you somebody who's working hard to impress others? If you, are you trying to find the inroads you can get to to impress your boss and, and make a good impression because you're trying to manipulate your way into promotion? Or are you genuinely caring about the work, the people you work with, your boss, the people around you, and in that way, making yourself promotable? The Bible says it's hard to even know our motives sometimes, but I pray in this regard, the Holy Spirit would reveal to you what those motives are and help them to be pure in your life to achieve the promotions you desire. Lord Jesus, we're thankful that you love us enough, again, to call out things in our lives that don't line up perfectly with who you've called us to be as your children. I pray, Lord, for all of us listening today, that no matter where we are, God, if we're seeking promotion or we want to grow in some way in our lives, we would do it the right way. God, you'd give us wisdom and insight to do it the way that would honor and bless you. And you would help us to focus on being promotable, not getting the promotion. Develop our character, develop our hearts, develop our thinking, develop our vision, and help us, Lord, to be people who always see the kingdom of God above all else. We love you, Lord. We thank you, and we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. As always, thanks for listening. It's always great to have you along. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Have a great week.